Well, the second half will bring in Hammered Heroes podcast creators and hosts Sophie Santos and Brendan Fitzgibbons. We'll talk to them all about sports and getting high, have a lot of laughs. Then there's news. Where do you get the man who has everything? Everything reminds me of something. Adam's sixth book. My folks never burned any calories on fun traditions at Christmas. For gifts, they'd stop at the thrifties, grab something from the dollar bin, wrap it in the sports page, and kick it toward me. My dad never put an elf anywhere. Not on a shelf, a counter, an ottoman, a fireplace. The construction of the dump I grew up in was so poor, and my dad was so incredibly unhandy, that if he had put a 1.5-ounce elf on a shelf, the shelf would probably collapse. Stuff the stocking of someone you love or a liberal pussy you hate. Click the banner on adamcarolla.com. Now let's get back to the Adam Carolla Show. Sophie Santos and Brandon Fitzgibbons are with us. Hammered Heroes, it's a podcast. And uh, wherever you find finer podcasts is where you can listen to this. It's, uh, I love sports. But before we get into your podcast... Why do they give out the score before, <laughs> before the highlight on Sports Center? Whether it's a crawl or whether the guy just shouts it out. Why? Is there, you guys know sports. Any logical reason? Are you reason? saying that we have an in with Scott Van Pelt? I'm saying you have a mind meld and he may not even know it. <laughs> it's a spoiler alert that no one wants. It's not cool, man. No. Just no, but no logical reason. I think it's like a tease. You know, they're like, trust me, come we'll lure you in, but just, Totally that, shoots the whole thing. It's the yeah. opposite of a tease. <laughs> no, no, it's, it's actually giving you everything right there up in front. So yeah. it's giving you an excuse to change the channel, which I, I wouldn't. I know other no game show works out that way. Like you know, before we get going, do Gina won Jeopardy. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. We saw that. Here's Congratulations! Thank you. Thank yeah, that you. was great. Very, Good win. Very exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so hammered heroes. We got uh, Yankees pitcher David Wells as uh, mm-hmm. some of the some of the subjects. I uh, Charles Barkley. That one I didn't know. Yeah, so basically Charles Barkley, uh, Sir Charles, who's like America's sweetheart, as yes, we all know, we love, love him. him so much. Uh, he, so he thought he was being traded. So he was he was playing for the Philadelphia 76ers. Yeah, 76ers and he uh, thought, uh, so his agent called him and was like, hey man, uh, I think I'm going to be able to get you uh, to the Lakers and I think it's going to go through in like a couple of hours. So Charles assumes this, goes out day drinking with his boys. Gets hammered. Gets absolutely hammered. An hour later, agent calls and is like, uh, sorry, man, didn't go through. And uh, you have a game tonight. Wow. So he's he's like, he goes on Conan and he talks about this and he says, like, I don't remember that game. Um, but it turns out he scored like a double-double. He played 48 minutes. Blackout drunk. That wasted, yeah. yeah. That's insane. Yeah. Just sweating Tito's. <laughs> yeah. If I was a DUI attorney, I would show that footage in the courtroom. Go, they say he's too impaired to drive an automatic automobile. <laughs> Four miles from his home to the bar. As he's dunking, this is, yeah. this is a round mound of rebound here. He blew a one point four before he hit the court. Look at it. you just some grain of three. You can drive. It's fine. Now, what is more difficult, Your Honor, playing in the NBA or operating a Ford Taurus? Um, yeah. Also, I'm interested, and we can try to figure this out. 
I love a guy who is so ubiquitous in sports that he has more than one nickname. Yes. Round uh, mound of rebound and Sir Charles mm-hmm. Barkley. Yep. And um, I always talk about uh, Thomas the Hitman Hearns, who was the Motor City Cobra, mm. but not dangerous enough. A cobra that hails from Detroit does not put enough fear. He must fucking kill you with his fist now. Now he's the hitman. Like, there are a couple of guys. Babe Ruth, the Bambino, Salma Swat. That's right. There's a couple of guys, uh, rarefied air, who have earned two nicknames. Shaq, I think, too, has a bunch. Diesel. Right. No, he gave this to himself. Okay. Oh, like so you don't, you don't like count it, it if you give. Are you not counting it, his rap career? Is that what's like going on? Kazam. <laughs> what about Kazam? Yeah, yeah Kazam. That's or a his great movie one. career. <laughs> my uh, my husband used to do all the sound for the the Charlotte Hornets, and um, oh, every time Shaq when when Shaq was playing, every time he would like either airball or it would not it would not work out for him. My husband would push the button and would just go, "I am Kazam," <laughs> and everybody would laugh, and Shaq would get. Fucking furious! Well, he's so sensitive. He's he, so sensitive. Every time you can't you can't say anything, and the only thing he always comes back with is like, "Well, does it matter? Because I have four championship rings. I have four championship rings." Yeah. Shaq has over fifteen, according to Chris in the computer. But it says Babe Ruth has fifteen. Babe Ruth has fifteen. You, you got to know the top of your head. If you don't know the nickname, that's not a nickname. All right. You want okay? Biggest cop out nickname. Mm. Anyone name? Okay, two. You got the two biggest cop out nicknames. Anyone named Mike who just goes Iron Mike sure. in front of it. You had it. Iron Mike Ditka. Oh. Fine. He was a fucking bull, and that's how he played, and great. And then 20 years later, Mike Tyson comes along. Mm. And like, I like it. Iron Mike? Mm. Like, yeah, that's what, that's what we got because his name is, is Mike. You can't just put Iron in yeah. front of any nope. badass that's named Mike. That, that nickname is taken, like LT. Yeah. Mm. Was was, was taken. That was taken. And the other biggest cop-out in sports is when a guy's a kickboxer and his name is Brad. So, bad Brad Hinton is coming into the... No. no. Cop-out. Try harder. I think it's just all about rhyming. That's why they're doing it. They're like, yeah, let's just make it as easy as possible. Just say Brad, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> well, like with Babe Ruth, did anyone ever call him the behemoth of bust? No. no. I got called that. He didn't. <laughs> uh, the big bam, the big fellow. No, of course not. No. He, no. You, he didn't have – and also, it, you can't have 15 nicknames where you have no nicknames. You know what I mean? You have to – you have two is – Who's the max? You really mean Frank Sinatra? Well, Blue Eyes, Chairman of the Board. Oh, outside of the sports world, right. yeah. But he, he's that level of great. You know what I mean? Like, but also a hammered hero. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, look out for that. Ted Williams was the splendid splinter and the kid. Oh, the oh. kid is kind of a uh, cop out too. Wait, there's a bunch right. of the kids though, right? Yeah, Ken Griffey Jr. And, and also, I mean, well, Kid Rock—that's his name. But it's like, come on. <laughs> Who was the guy? Uh, was it Doc Ellison? Who's the Doc Ellis? Doc, oh, Ellis. Doc Ellis. Ellis. Who's the guy who did the shrooms? Or LSD? LSD, yeah. LSD. He was on a bunch of stuff. He pitched a perfect game, right? Yeah. Wow. Or no hitter? Yeah, for yeah. sure. And he was on LSD, and I think he was also wasted. a bunch of pills. Yeah, a bunch of pills. Yeah. And he was wasted. Yeah. For sure. Do you guys cover like great performances by Anna Nicole Smith at the Teen Choice Awards? <laughs> <laughs> just being able to physically walk to the dais. Yeah, we're going to switch over to just sports awards and awards soon, I think. Yeah, other performances. <laughs> diversify. Yeah, we got to do best performances for sure. Yeah. So in. Uh, oh, Quint from Jaws. 
Mm. He was oh, drunk. Yeah. He was uh, drunk. Uh, the, oh. the story goes, he was drunk during that scene, apologized to Spielberg the next day, said, can I please do it again? And that's the one we see. I, am I making this up, or did we have a similar story with Marlon Brando? Oh, I think he was always drunk. Yeah, okay. I think that's pretty. Sophie and I are hammered right now. So. Sweet. <laughs> yeah. So that was Quint was okay. Schneider. Robert. No. No, 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 no. Robert, Robert Shaw. Shaw. Robert right. Shaw. Yeah. Yeah. And that was the scene at night when there were the telling more stories yeah, yeah. about on the Indianapolis. Yeah. And Martin yeah. Sheen was famously drunk during the apocalypse. Now, right. When, oh, he, really? when he broke the mirror. Wow. Mm. That was not scripted. <laughs> He also had like a heart attack during yes, the filming of that. Yes, oh my god! Oh, as well, I mean, he was thirty-five. <laughs> oh my god! Wow! What are you doing? What are you doing to get a heart attack at thirty-five? Too much Vietnam. Yeah. I, 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 the thing that's well, first off, who has a heart attack in the thirties and is around now? <laughs> yeah. You know who who had a heart attack good in nineteen seventy-eight? Good point. <laughs> Lived to tell the tale. Now, he's you know chained himself to a bulldozer and and and. and <laughs> In Malibu, because they want to, they want to tear down the old theater. I mean, now he's in fucking Laos. Yes, it's crazy. What uh, were you guys into sports, or how much into sports uh, before this? Let's I've, make a quick buck. <laughs> Sheen was thirty six when he had Damn. the heart attack. Oh my Jesus. god! That's, and he's I mean, that's actually impressive. Eighty seven now. Uh, I mean, he's eighties probably. Mm hmm. Okay. I'll tell you, who you want to see. Martin Sheen's doctor, like his cardiologist. <laughs> yeah. He's the real hammered hero. That's right. <laughs> right. Sorry. Uh, so sports. So sports. Yes, we, we love sports. Um, we kind of just realized that our friendship was just sending each other inside guys clips <laughs> left and right. Yeah. And we were like, well, maybe we should like do something about this and like actually talk about it. Um, and then we just were like, there's so many. There's all these like athletes. stories that are like you hear, you know, rumors that we wanted to hear about. Like there's one where. That we want to cover where Larry Bird just like ate a shit ton of birthday cake. Like they had like a birthday cake contest. And like these are the kind of things like I want to cover that, you know, everyone like talks about at bars that I always found so fascinating. So, yeah, we're like, well, let's just make it into a podcast. And so we could like talk about these athletes because there's a lot of athletes that had these incredible performances when they were drunk, on drugs, hung over. And there's just so many. And we were doing a list. And when we were talking to Podcast One, they were like, well, how many stories do you have? And we were like, we think there's a lot. And it turned out there was like 70 plus and they just keep coming, especially with topical stories. Sure. Turns out it was you know. all of baseball in the eighties. Where, where do you draw the line? Cause guys doing like greenies and like amphetamines. And exactly. Shit, but that was kind of supposedly helping them. Right. Right. No, like literally the eighties bill spaceman Lee we covered was a pitcher for sure. the Red Sox who was eating pot on pancakes. <laughs> yeah. And Organic. Buckwheat, organic pancakes. buckwheat pancakes. He's yeah, he's still yeah. around. Yeah, he's uh, he ran for office. Like, yeah, he's a wild man. Oh yeah, he's a yeah. He's he's fine. he's kind of Yule Gibbons meets Bernie Sanders, yes. like super crunchy, <laughs> naturey, whatever. Right, spacey guy. Yeah, yeah. and well, he was too. Yeah. Oh, sir, no, please. Oh, he was just too granola for baseball too. He kind of got pushed out because he was a little too like yeah, too Vermont esque. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good baseball is like. Tobacco, not granola. Yeah, like, yeah. That's kind of who who they are. Although I don't, I, you know, it's changed a lot. I mean, it's so diverse now. I mean, who just won Houston? Yes. Uh, I, you know, if, oh, I, if yeah. you take a look at their starting nine lineup, uh, three white guys in in the mix. I mean, baseball used to kind of just be like hockey. You know, it's just like mm-hmm. white guys from Canada and, and Russia, and now it's Dominican and every. It's pretty. It's really yeah. diverse now. Yeah, it is. Which um, is neither good nor bad Adam because everyone that. just wants to win, and that's that's fine. 
There was a weird thing with hockey where they interviewed whoever the whoever the chairman was, NHL or president, and he was like, "We want to get more men and women of color in here," but he was kind of talking about on the ice. But now I'm confused with the women part because it's um, I don't never seen a woman playing, but maybe he's talking about trans dudes. He's not talking about like front office. I it was it was kind of weird. It's hard to parse everything out these days. We love hockey because it's like the only sport where they just let you fight and it's just cool. You know, yeah. they're like, yeah, we should just pause and just watch and beat the shit out of each other. It's it gets, great. It gets super chippy. Although there is a there's a lot of women that play hockey, which is super cool. And I didn't realize this because I grew up playing. I played tackle football growing up in Alabama. Oh, really? Yeah. Roll <laughs> Tide, baby. Wow. Roll Tide. Oh, you played? In middle school. In middle school, yeah. Did you play on a boys team yeah, or Yeah, I was the only girl team? in the whole league. Yeah, I mean, it's Alabama. They didn't They didn't know what was going on when I walked in there. They're like, here for cheerleading? And I was like, <laughs> I mean, I looked at me too. I was like, well, super let's, stout. Let's talk about that. Yeah, they do have, you know, USA has a women's hockey team and the yeah. women play good hockey. But I don't know if this guy was talking about having some of those women. They, they, they used to do it in the NBA every every like X amount of years. It would be like one female. It was like trying out for a team or something. Yeah, in baseball they're trying to do that too because there's no baseball. You know, there's there's softball, but a lot. There's this like great organization that's trying to get more women into baseball because it is, you know, such a it's, – it's different, right? And they, they're saying women can play baseball too. So, yeah, I don't know like what that was about. Yeah, but if, there's be- any, if there was anything that would be a good co-ed team, it would be baseball. It's like everyone's playing on their own. You know, it's not like you're tackling people and yeah, shit. Yeah, it's not like a, a, a weight dif- yeah. differentiating you're just, situation. You're running, on. you're hitting, you're catching. Plus, what? everyone's yeah. so bored. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Let's just sure. be honest. Just like, spice like, it can up. we just like, start just- having sex or something to make this fun? <laughs> well, also, uh, there is an element – I always thought – you know, everyone is world class, and so when a towering fly balls hit the center field, you go, oh, "That's an out." Get a corner. Yes, but if you're playing the company softball game and you have the hot receptionist in right field, and someone hits a, hits one, there, that's there's no foregone conclusion <laughs> that that's an out. I like a little of that element mm. in baseball. So, Sophie, you played tackle pee wee football. Yeah. What? How old were you? Uh. Last year. Yeah, it was last year. <laughs> it was last year. Uh, 12, it was like 11, 12. Yeah. Do you remember what in they... In both Kansas City and Alabama. Oh, yeah. wow. Yeah. Oh, you got Where traded? in Kansas City? Uh, <laughs> Kansas City. What'd you, what'd you say? You got, you got traded. I got traded. Yeah, I got traded. What school in Kansas City? I was over at Roseland Elementary. Really? Do you know Roseland? Of course. I went to Indian Woods. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. That's Shawnee Mission North would have been my high school. South. Okay. Yeah. As you were saying, okay. Okay. Football. Cool. Yeah. Military. So my dad was in the military. So, <laughs> so you we ran a lot. You you try out. You show up. I show up. Uh, I tell. I beg my parents for like three years straight. They're All like, right. I want to play Let's football. Let's see if we can guess positions. <laughs> I know. Just yeah. you and Brian. I got nothing. Yeah. I want you to because I don't know if you're gonna. You might get it. I I find <laughs> the default position. For the odd man out, in this case, a woman out. But sometimes it's the blind kid or the guy's got one arm. Nose tackle. They just say, just get in front of the center and just fire out. Yeah, I was a tackle. Wow. I was a tackle, but I was also, I played offense and defense. So Guard? Defensive end. Defensive end? Yeah. Did you play? Did you start? So my first year, I was trash because I didn't understand, like, 
you know, I was just obsessed with the sport. Like, I just was, like, such a fan. And there's a difference between being a fan and an athlete. And, and <laughs> sorry, you're 12, 13? Yeah, 11, 12. Oh, 11, 12. Yeah. Like, no, that's like fine. Figure. Because it doesn't, you know, the uh, hormones don't kick in for the dudes. The, they literally, I had friends at age 14 and a half to 15 to 16 start to turn into the werewolf, mm. like literally bursting out of their clothes, <laughs> veins yeah. coming out of their arms, dick got super wide. I mean, like... Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, can you it explain is, that for a second? What does that mean? <laughs> that puberty, man, when that puberty hits a dude, all the, I, I, I had my two best friends hit puberty like they were on steroids like just some for some guys it's not much of a transition you know the voice gets a little lower or whatever yeah. they get a little hair on their legs some guys they they physically the the one friend i used to throw him around like a rag doll we'd wrestle he'd be 11 12 years old i'd whip him throw him around not when he turned 15 when he turned 15 yeah. he started kicking the shit out of me like like wow. it kicks in but if you're going to play at 11, 12, there's Pretty not much equal. advantage well, in, with the guys. In Kansas City, it was a great starter league because, they. yes, that's true. But then when I went, got to Alabama, even though they were still like, you know, 12, you're dealing with Bama boys and they're built like <laughs> shit, you know, shit houses. Like, it's <laughs> like, it's like there was this guy my dad named the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> and I, so I didn't start in Kansas City, but then I ended up starting in Alabama, which was really cool to be like, oh, wow, I'm like starting. It's amazing on a team at you know in the you know because we were in north alabama which is like absolutely insane and uh this i also love them reliving my middle school glory days right now (laughs) (laughs) but this guy the mountain he was enormous i mean absolutely huge and my dad said all right kiddo i know i always tell you to like you know just man off square up with them but when you see that guy Run. <laughs> Run. Good, Did good you, uh, yeah. So you guys didn't have to make weight or any of that stuff. It's just an age We thing? did have to make weight, and I was a little bit – I was a little pudgy, and uh, the coach wanted me to lose weight so I would be safer and be on a, on the lower the low weight team. And uh, I was like, absolutely not going to happen. You know, I love Burger King. So, <laughs> uh, so no, I was in the – what do you call it? High weight, high weight class or whatever? Yeah. I, it, it's always weird because for me, I I wish that we had tackle football in grade school and uh, junior high. We did not. We had Pop Warner football. So you had to play peewee football. You had to play outside of school. And then when you got to high school, you played for the high school team. Yeah. But, but when you played from, you know, 7 to 14 or 15, that was peewee football, which had its weight categories and and stuff like that too but everybody i talked to from around the country played for their junior high tackle football team which did they do not have in Mm. california which sucks because it was the only thing i was good at when i was 12 (laughs) and i could have got a little love if i was playing with the school team but i would just go play on saturdays and then show up monday what did you play what was your position i played in pop warner I started off as a tackle because I was bigger than the other kids. And then at some point I went to linebacker and guard. You always played both yeah. ways. Yeah. And then I was a long snapper oh. too. Oh. Yeah, the crucial long snapper. Wow. Yeah. I don't think I've ever met a long snapper. Well. We have now. Do you want to go right. out to the parking lot? You're sh- yeah, you're do, sh- do your instincts ever kick in when you're hanging out and just start throwing things through your legs? Are you like, fuck it? Yeah, once in a while when I'm unpacking a grocery bag and 
not a can, not a canned ham, but one no. in the shrink wrap right. comes up. I'll fire it back to the fridge. No, all it does when when I uh, all being a former long snapper does, and also I would go in when we ran out of the shotgun. I'd just swap it out with yes. the center mm-hmm. who couldn't do the shotgun snap and. All it does to me is make me super angry when I watch NFL games and the guy's in shotgun and he snaps it down to his shins. Yeah. And you see the quarterback like bend down and like take his eye off the field on the timing route or whatever. I'm like, you guys, you're in the NFL. Right. You yeah. make uh, four million bucks a year. You can't put the ball into the guy's sternum. <laughs> he has to go dig it off the turf. Like, why can't you perfect this motion? Although it is kind of interesting now that everyone runs shotgun and everyone's been running shotgun yeah. for mm. a decade, the snaps are better now right. because now these guys were doing it in yeah. high school and in college and they, they've got it down Outside now. of short yardage situations, it's rare to see the quarterback out of center. Right. Like everyone's in shotgun these days. You ever yeah. watch like highlights of the game 30 years ago? They're like, they passed once. Uh-huh. <laughs> right. Yeah. Insane. Joe Namath went 8 for 17. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He was, oh, he was drunk probably half the time. <laughs> Speaking of him. And it was, also, Absolutely. It, was, it was also crazy because they go under center and, you know, f- you'd see, oh, I don't know, Gary Hogaboom. <laughs> You know, know that guy. Trying to, uh, you'd have, uh, let's see. Jersey, yeah. <laughs> what years did Gary Hogaboom That's play, real name. play in the NFL? Uh, you'd see Dan Fouts. Yeah. And Dan Fouts would like get under center and it'd be like third and 11 and he'd get under center and they'd snap the ball, and Dan Fouts wasn't very fleet of foot, and he'd be he'd backpedal awkwardly, stop, and Lawrence Taylor would be standing there. <laughs> like, because Lawrence Taylor's moving forward, and he's coming off the edge, and he'll meet you yeah. seven yards deep. It took him way too long to figure out that the quarterback backpedaling is not a good race with right. the Lawrence Taylor. Especially also, when Lawrence Taylor's on cocaine is also a right. <laughs> right. Especially how they used to do it, because they used to backpedal squared up, like oh, just right. both yeah. feet <laughs> waddling backward. Then he says, like, oh, Lawrence Taylor's here. <laughs> what was he here he's for? He's a dead sprint straight ahead. <laughs> he's here right. to break your arm. And end your career. <laughs> That's what happened with Theismann. I mean, it's crazy. 1980. To 1990, 11 years. Wait, that's a real person? Gary Hogan. You guys do a sports podcast and you're not well-versed in Gary Hogaboom? Apparently he's a real estate developer now. Yeah. He looks like a real estate developer. Yeah, that makes tons of sense. He, or a country music star. Oh, for, sure. Like, I mean, if you, like clean cut, you if know? you're yeah. from 1980 to 1990, you're 11 years in the league, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, That's a long time. Wait, what was his position again? Quarterback. Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. So. Mm-hmm. Oh, there we go. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Played Beautiful. for the Cowboys. Beautiful. That's a nice okay. little poster. Yeah. Hogaboo. <laughs> Come on. Great great name. You don't need a nickname with that oh, name. Oh, but Gary the Fairy came through. <laughs> I could imagine this agent. You sprinkle pixie dust on that ball. No, Fairy has another meeting, Bert. Uh, you, you don't want to go there. Not, at the, not in the locker room. <laughs> Gary Hogaboom. His name comes up on the show a lot. Sure. You must have thoughts about or stories about Lenny Dykstra. Oh. Lenny Dykstra. Yeah, baseball player. Yeah. What about him? Tobacco? What? 
is. He's, I he's think insane. He, yeah, he's, no, he's well, insane now. But okay. I thought I thought Coke was his. Uh, oh yeah, his 80, best friend. 80s baseball player. I'm sure. Right. Oh, so yeah. here's a story about Tim Raines. You guys remember him? Ron mm-hmm. Raines. So Tim yeah. Raines came out recently, admitted the reason why he was sliding headfirst all of the time is because he had a vial of cocaine in his back oh. pocket. What? Wow. And he didn't want to break that. And he didn't want to break it. And he yeah, did not want to break his vial. And he's open literally. about talking about that. Yeah. Wow. Really? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That's mm. like that's how much cocaine was happening. There in was so much that's cocaine amazing. going on yeah. In, yeah. Uh, in baseball. Hiding it under his cap. One one guy hit yeah. it under his cap. One guy hit it under his cap. Uh, we just covered Maradona. Uh, oh, from, this is dope. This is so. You guys got to watch this video. Are you Mar- guys watching the World Cup? Sure. Yeah. You ask, yeah. So Maradona, <laughs> there's a tweet where he sniffed cocaine on the field after he kicked an all-star kick in 1986 for the Argentinian soccer team. <laughs> and this guy comes out, and he looks like a cocaine butler. And he just comes out, holds his hand up to Maradona, does the line, and just continues living. It's and insane. nobody has thoughts about it, and he no doesn't one get has in thoughts. trouble. It no. just came out a couple years ago. There, It's like an actual video. You can watch it. And yeah, it's like his it's like his caddy, but it's like you said, it's like his cocaine butler. Wow. This guy comes out in a blue shirt. He's like, don't forget your cocaine. <laughs> your celebratory yeah. sniff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's it, insane. Is he denying it? There you go. There you go. No, All right, well, wait for he, the guy in the blue shirt. He unfortunately it's, has passed since. But. It's coming up. All right, so he's about to hit the... After, it's after he hits it, yeah. Look at those short shorts. I know. I those know, are like Hooters waitresses. <laughs> 80, 86? He's yeah, got a nice is, little bum, doesn't I he? I want to say yeah. it's 86, yeah. 86, this is a all-star game, and it's the um, penalty kick. So he's about to score this. Is Look he going to yell getting... goal and never stop? <laughs> no. Oh, yeah. yes, 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 absolutely. He's running, hands up in the air. Wait for the cocaine butler. It's incredible. <laughs> so they're excited. Yay, we did it. This is all normal. And then blue shirt. Oh, look at him. And boom. Wow. That's cocaine. Wow. That is cocaine. <laughs> That's that guy's job. Yes. Wow. wow. Which I want to know how he got the job because yeah. that's like a, <clears throat> I mean, that is, I mean, for Maradona. That's the most yeah. most prized possession. The, uh, the three the the free kick where the the net is twenty two feet wide, the ball's eighteen <laughs> feet away, and there's a hundred and fifty pound guy just standing in the middle, and you just kick it, yeah. and it goes in. Yeah. Not that difficult right. an achievement is what basically not coke worthy, yeah. maybe a freeze. But well, not a rail. <laughs> the achievement is, is if you miss it, you get shot by your own country. So oh, that's what, yeah. High stakes. Yeah, so that's where the high stakes, I think, come in. Yeah, True as well. <laughs> is, uh, let's see. Has anyone won the World Cup? What's the U.S. games? Yeah. 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 We just advanced to the – we're going to be facing the Netherlands. So oh, it's be over. Uh, <laughs> hey, let me, uh, let me complain about U.S. soccer for a while. <laughs> I, I will. I, I, I was uh, mentioning this on a TV show the other day, which is the number one answer used to be and still is because I've heard many folks who defend soccer do it when they go, you know, we're the USA. What do we why the Netherlands? Come on. It's a miniature country. These little countries, they beat us or they they give us a run for our money. We're the, we're the USA. And then the, the number one answer is, is. Soccer's new. They've been playing. They say grew yeah. up. They spent a whole whatever. I bought that argument in 1989. Mm. It's 2022. Yeah, it's been some number of years. Pele was a goddamn sen- sensation in this country in 1976. 
None of you were born mm. when Pele sure. was an international soccer star and was a star in this country in the 70s. Uh, Elton John and Kiki D were top of the charts <laughs> when Pele was number one. That was 50 years ago. Yeah. I, I, this excuse, of, it, it would be like, well, the Germans invented the automobile. How are we supposed to make a car here in the United States? They had a 14-year head start on us. Like, yeah, they did. They did it first. Now it's been 50 years. Yeah, Let's get that. our shit together or stop using the argument. Everyone who started yeah. playing soccer somewhere other than here is dead. Stop making that argument. Pele, when did Pele get to the United States? When did he play for the Galaxy? I mean, mid midder couldn't have been past 77. Is what I'm saying. Before it, my time, it's he. Pele was a, a superstar, yeah. international. He was Beckham before Beckham was. Yeah. He was making commercials for American Express. He was in movies with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Victory, Victory, soccer. We had a <laughs> mainstream soccer movie. No more. We do what soccer? No one ever played soccer before. Ten minutes. How are we supposed to catch up? No more. It's been fifty something years. That's a good argument. That's enough. Yeah, no, I think yeah, really that, that's that's very good. Yeah. You can now switch to the other argument, which is all the good athletes are playing the real sports. That, that that's vile. The guy well, who runs is busy. The yeah. guy who runs the four three forty is not playing soccer. He's a shut He's, down corner. Yeah, Tyree Kill on the right, Dolphins. Right. Yeah, yeah. But imagine if Tyreek Hill. I had. I was just yeah, saying. Yeah. That. I was just saying this. He'd be incredible at soccer. Could you imagine that guy just at age seven? Yeah, give me that football, Tyree. Here's a soccer Here's ball. Here's a football. Yeah. Now, <laughs> imagine six of those guys. How many of those guys are out on the field? Five? More than six. No, seven? Ten. Eleven? Like ten? On one team? It's a lot. Well, look, 50 years? We don't know. That's my point. Is it ten guys on one side? Eleven. 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 All right. Eleven Tyreek Hills with <laughs> USA jerseys on, running past all the slow guys from the Netherlands. <laughs> just incredible. Incredible. Sauce Gardner. Yeah. there just demolishing people. All right. That's the arguments. No longer this is a new sure. sport for us or they grew up playing blah, blah, blah. No, we should. I mean, I don't think we're – yeah, for whatever reason, we're getting – I mean, we're getting kids involved into – yeah, getting kids involved in like other sports. So I don't know – Pickleball's ruining everything. Yeah. Pickleball's, yeah. pickleball's ruining everything. Pickleball, man. Um, if, if, if but they, I'd love to see soccer be a big thing in the U.S. It's if, so much fun. If yeah. Tyreek Hill <laughs> was running next to some Swedish guy on that 175-yard-long <laughs> field – he would be 17 stories in front of that guy by the time they got to the other end. I mean, he runs away from world-class cornerbacks in the NFL. He <laughs> runs away from those yeah. guys. And those guys are world-class, world-speed kind of guys. The, the guy from the Netherlands and the shiny <laughs> shorts, the man bun. Oh, forget about it. We'd crush. Yeah. They'd be like, who is this? Who is this fast man? <laughs> Boom. Who is this man? Darting. All right. What were you looking for? Oh, yeah. When did Pele come to the cosmos? When did Pele come to the United States? International soccer. 75. 75. Enough time. Seven of years. Enough time for us to get our shit together. Yeah. And, he, and by the way, 1975, he was a sensation. Everyone knew about him. Big deal. Pele. Soccer. We got it. And they started – that's kind of when they started making the youth soccer and sort of the push in this country. He did a American Express commercial <laughs> where he took a soccer ball and he 
bonked it off of one knee and then bonked it off his other knee and then said in broken English, American Express, like don't leave home without it or whatever. And in, in the pantheon of entertaining commercials, that was top five. For really? Me. They, well, there was a soccer ball and it moved. And he hit it with <laughs> All his right, knee. let's go. Yeah, Here we, we got to watch it. Is this like 77 or something? Yeah, we don't know. All right. To apply for a card, call 800. Do your thing. There it is. Home without it. This is so 70s. I uh, love do it. they end oh, one more great. time? That that's what I remember. It's like, like that was the greatest sports highlight ever <laughs> before sports. It's like I got a guy. Here he is. The American Express card. Don't live home without it. Yeah. Nice. There it is. That's, uh, that's all beautiful. I needed. Yeah, I'm into it. Do you know what his real name is? Pele. Yeah. No. Gary. It has nothing to do with Pele. <laughs> is it just one name? Is he just? It's Ed- Edson Arantes do Nascimento. Pele? Whoa. No, no wow. Pele. He was, uh, that was just a random nickname and it means miracle or wonder. Well. So there you go. He was mm. a miracle in Adam's life. That's I mean, right. This True. Is, this is huge. <laughs> and, a, and a wonder. And a wonder. Yeah. No, it gave us, so what you would do is you would see that nobody had a soccer ball when I was a kid because we weren't gay. <laughs> no, nobody had a soccer ball. No, it was considered what the fuck. We had a football and a baseball, but at school they'd have a utility ball, not a soccer ball, mm. just a utility ball. And then you'd have to try the Pele move with the, the utility knee. ball, the handball. If you bonk, bonk, you know, you could get the first one, maybe the second. Mm. But if you chased the third one with your head like out of frame, that didn't, that didn't count. Yeah. Yeah. But that was – Trying to replicate the uh, Pele move and then the broken English. Well, Chris says, Chris went and looked up uh, Ronaldo's top speed. Oh, yeah. And it's 21.1 miles an hour. Damn. Yeah, Uh, that's not even the fast. I just did like a well known player. And uh, Tyree Kill is 21.9. There you go. With pads. Yeah. Is that. Oh well, that's true with pads, yeah. and also what yeah. what what you guys know, but Gina doesn't Mm-mm. is if you line up to do a forty yard dash, and obviously the soccer field's one hundred and twenty yards. What the fuck is a soccer right? field? That's More right. than a football field. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, if you do a forty yard dash, and Tyreek Hill runs a four three, and inside linebacker runs a four eight, when they cross the forty yard. Marker Tyreek Hill will be eleven yards yeah. in front of him. Like it, it's, mm. you go. What's the difference between a four right. three it's and nothing. a four seven or four four? Four everything, seven, everything. Yeah. tens of feet yeah. between. You do the length of a soccer field, even if it's just the difference between a few tens, it'll shoot it, you right it, ahead. It'll yeah. shoot you right ahead. Well, I don't know why these like soccer these these soccer scouts should be coming to the NFL combines. Yeah, because sure. That's where you get them, yeah. and, and in other countries too. They make so much money playing soccer. Oh, my soccer. God, yeah. Oh, yeah. So much money. So I don't know if it's like a financial thing because I imagine like maybe we don't have the finances to with, with the men compared to, you know, what they would be playing if they were playing, you know, think, NFL or whatever. But Oh, another, another uh, nickname we got to do away from. Everyone from Nigeria is not a nightmare. 
<laughs> that, that, that's all we got. I didn't know that was a thing. Oh, I put that on a bumper Christian Okoye was the Nigerian nightmare, and he was a soccer player. Oh, that's right. Because he would have never played tackle sure. football in Nigeria, and then this guy comes to the States and goes to Kansas City. No, but he oh. showed up first at like UC Irvine oh, or something, Cal Poly, something. He came to some school out here and somebody took a look at him and went, give me that soccer ball. Yeah. <laughs> There's a football. A Just hang on to it and <laughs> run. And he was the uh, Nigerian nightmare. He was the monster. Give me the news with Grad. News with Gino Grad. Breaking viral. Weird crime protest politics. Give me news with Gina Grass, stuff they saw on TMC, Joe Biden, Kamala, big news with Gina, Gina Grass, the news with Gina Grad. Well, it's possible that the news with this dude is winding down, but we'll see for how long. Uh, Kanye West's Twitter account was just suspended early Friday morning after Elon Musk said it, he said it violated the platform's rules on inciting violence. Musk tweeted, I tried my best. Despite that, he again violated our rule against incitement to violence. Account will be suspended. This is reportedly off the heels of West tweeting. <laughs> An altered image of a Star of David with a swastika inside, and it said, uh, yay, 24. Uh, like, fun. maybe it's for his presidential Worst, campaign. Uh, Christmas ornament ever. Seriously. Uh, that Tree wasn't topper. it, though. Yeah, it's a topper. <laughs> that yeah, wasn't the abominable it. snowman will put it up. <laughs> um, he decided to go kind of scorched earth because I guess he knew that he was about to get suspended. The first one was a picture of Chris Paul. And it said, let's break one last window. I caught this guy with Kim. Good night. I got multiple texts of this because I'm a Suns fan, by the way. I just got tons of texts last night of this, by the way. This is all being denied by by them, by the way. Of course. And then was that that mean while they're married? Who knows? It probably didn't even happen. Mm. He's insane. Well, to all the guys that. May have banged Kim Kardashian during mm. the Kanye mm. marriage. Listen this is up. the greatest moment ever because yeah. whatever he says, right. like, come on, you're going to believe that guy's insane. Yeah. This is the time. Like plausible deniability. And mm-hmm. then the last thing he posted was a picture of super agent Ari Emanuel, who he loves to call out anyway, hosing down Elon Musk on a yacht. And the caption is, let's always remember this is my final tweet. <laughs> Yay, 24. Wow. Now, Elon Musk responded and said he's actually happy that this this picture's made it into the zeitgeist because it, it motivated him to lose weight. Mm-hmm. Um, meanwhile, Parler, you know, they were he Kanye was going to buy Parler. Yeah, that, he was. Yeah, remember I told you the um, Candace Owens' husband was going to buy oh, it. Was yeah, was like the CEO of Parler, and Kanye was going to buy it. And now they said, no, 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 we're not selling this. I kind of tune out during the news. I segment. do know that, <laughs> but it's just a rest. I get it. <laughs> Uh, all the hot takes kind of burnt me out all the Pele I know. stuff. And I understand. You need, a, you need an open eye now. I didn't know he was going to buy Parler, but I, I, there, you, you told me that sure. I heard we did. it. Yeah. They're no longer interested. Now, if you are apparently one of the many people with a Kanye West tattoo and oh. you live in – I didn't even think about yeah, that. And oh. you live in England, you have a good choice. There's a tattoo removal studio that will remove it for free. Nice. Uh, in a play on the rapper's name, they're calling it Yeezy Come, Yeezy Go. That's good. <laughs> and the store said several people have contacted them. This procedure can be like 2500 bucks. Oh, yeah. And it takes a long time. Yeah. Because you have to keep going in, right? That's right. Yeah. Just to break up the ink. Yeah. You got to do 
there should be no tattoo removal. And mm. and I say that because I think about the kids. Mm. And this is a, the we're, we're sending a message here, which is like, you can undo this thing, this bad decision you made. You can undo it. You should only be able to turn it into something else. Yeah. Uh. You cannot remove it. That's that's we we need a record of your bad decision. Like True. Johnny Depp changed Winona forever to Wino forever. Back in the day, Sylvester <laughs> Stallone turned his wife into his dog. Dog, that's right. And I still have a misspelling on my side. Mm. <gasps> really? Yeah, never changed it. What is it? It's uh, well, if you guys know uh, Harry Potter. Uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> happiness can be found in the darkest of times, is if only one remembers to turn on the light versus yeah, remembers. Nice. Really? Cool. College, wow. college. Yeah, definitely drunk and woke <laughs> up and. It's my first tattoo ever. I have a buddy who's like six seven, and he was twenty, and he got a giant tramp stamp, not <gasps> realizing what he did. Really? And now he's a father with like three kids. Does he still have like, it? He's getting it removed. He's like, I no, just he's got to keep it. That's he's like, fun. It's gigantic. That's a painful spot. <laughs> yeah, it's huge. From oh, what yeah, I understand, because oh, of the bone. Yeah, yeah. People say that's a tough. No, one. God, keep that. Come on, keep that. That's fine. <laughs> now, you're... Is it a? Is it a? Is it like a tribal thing? Yes, or it's like a right tribal tramp stamp. It's like a son and all this stuff. He didn't realize oh, what he okay. was doing. Yeah, at the he's got to turn it into Stallone's dog. <laughs> <laughs> tell him, tell him that's, that's cool, cool. But we can't remove it. Yeah. Okay, that's fair. These are reminders of bad decisions you made. Yeah. So you don't make any more. It's important. <laughs> Although know? your tattoo, this giving tree tattoo, is making me want to cry. Oh, thanks. I I can't. You guys know the giving tree. She has a tattoo that's written in cursive. It says, and the tree was happy, oh. which, spoiler oh. alert, was mm. the last one. Kanye yeah. has one that's... <laughs> Before it died. <laughs> yeah. Before the tree died. Yeah, Kanye has the same one that says, and the tree was racist. Um, <laughs> and the I tree was a, Jewish. I got the misfortunate <laughs> tramp stamp that just said, hop on pop. <laughs> It's a children's book. I liked it at the time. I didn't understand the implications sexually. One fish, two fish. That's right. I got Yertle the turtle on an ass cheek. About Nazis, apparently. Oh, is it? Yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, you guys have heard of the Liver King, right? We've talked about him. When Vinny's been in here, Chris has brought him up. He got to show the picture of the Liver King. This dude. He's the jack dude. He is like the bro bodybuilder king. His thing is, and he's holding up a giant liver from God knows what animal. He's super into eating raw liver. And he says that dude is yoked. That's exactly right. That's how he's gotten his body. That's the secret. He's like a bone marrow, liver, uh, egg yolk guy. All raw. Raw. Completely raw. And I, I'm not showing you the video because we'll all fucking throw up. So I don't want to see it. I'm not going to show you. But speaking of throwing up. Yeah. You know, there used to be that thing where it's like, well, before you get a blowjob, you should drink pineapple juice. I've heard that. What do you think this guy would be like, Gina? <laughs> I mean, how, rancid. Uh, how hard would you yak? You'd yak oh. all over that oh, fucking six-pack of uh, stomach he has, right? I don't pate coming oh. out of him. Oh. Why'd you have to go there? Yeah, I'm a bad guy. You went there. I did. I went there. Oh. So he's super We're talking into this. about the giving tree. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm a monster. So he posts pictures of him like going full like um, yeah. uh, Khaleesi in uh, Game of Thrones uh, with the horse okay. heart. I don't even like seeing the picture. Let's, yeah, let's take it off. But I want you to see his body, actually. That's important. So there's this bodybuilding co- podcast, and it shows emails that the guy claims, Brian Johnson, this guy, um, 
I just want to make sure I got, yeah, it was Brian Johnson, claims that he's been spending almost $12,000 a month in steroids and other drugs. Mm. And the emails, like, because I read it to Vinny yesterday, who wanted me to make sure I said he's the first guy to be like, no, there's nothing natural about that body that didn't come from liver. So it's like, I'm on Omnitrope, bro. I'm on this. I'm on that. I'm on that. But I'm in my 40s now and the back fat is fucking killing me. How do, am I a hyper non-responder to this drug? And just these emails back and forth. Like my doctor said, if I take a little, you know, five more milligrams of blah, 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 blah. Now, obviously the guy fucking works out and eats yeah. nutrient rich foods. I mean, that, that's a given, but he's gotten a lot of help and everyone else is just sitting there eating fucking organ meats, hoping they're going to look like him. I mean, you look at the guy and he looks like he's on steroids. Yeah. Like that's yeah. the first. Joe Rogan said the same thing. He's like, he's obviously on steroids. He looks like a liver. <laughs> but, but when he was asked specifically if he's on performance enhancing drugs, PED, he responded, I'll be honest, I take PEDs, I prioritize, execute, and dominate every <laughs> oh, fucking morning. So, yes. Okay. So, yeah. Oh, Jesus. yeah. It's awesome. Uh, all right. You know, we're all freaked out about steroids, but we decided – we had a lot of weird – we're weird. Like we just, we decided there was roid rage. Yeah. Like I don't know if there's roid rage, but it was a thing. Oh, yeah. You know, it's like roid rage. Yeah. You know, another – hey, they start with the same oh. – well, oh, wait a minute. Roid? Yeah, alliteration. Right. Yeah, alliteration. Yeah. We love it. No nukes. Meat is murder. You know, roid rage. So yeah. we all just went down the roid rage route mm-hmm. and then we all went down to oh you're gonna look amazing in your 40s but you're gonna die at, at 50 you know and then lyle alzado came around and lyle alzado had a brain cancer and then he was like it's because of steroids and then everyone went oh my god that's right and first off do we know i don't you look know, Ask Vinny, because we just talked about this yesterday. Everyone, I mean, Lilo Zato died at you know, 46 and a half or something. If everyone who did steroids got a brain tumor, they'd all, so Arnold Schwarzenegger would be right. dead. Well, so, but, but it, I literally, because we just, I did his Sunday school with him. So we literally just talked about this yesterday, that um, Adam, Arnold's dosage was like a baby dose compared to what guides do now in like the freak show department. Mm, yeah. Like the crazy, like your fucking neck muscle. That's like a freak show. Yeah. And they're on dosages that people like Arnold Schwarzenegger couldn't have imagined. I, yeah, I wouldn't, I would never argue that, you know, taking maximum amount, but it's sort of like a testosterone replacement. Like they go, some doctors will go, hey, man, you don't need that. Like, we don't know what the long-term implications. But it's basically your body starts dying about the age of 30. If you're a dude, it just literally starts starts the dying. Decline. You, you have less muscle every year. You know, you just start that march toward the cemetery. <laughs> sweet lady death. <laughs> yes, yeah, a sweet embrace of death. And you're, 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 you're dying. Yeah. So then what if you took testosterone replacement and your body stopped dying and moved back toward, you know, stronger, more muscular, whatever. And then we kind of go like, oh, no, 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 you don't want to do that. Like, we don't know what the implications of that is. Well, we know what the implications of slowly dying is. It's called death. And so maybe being 75 and weirdly (laughs) fit and they go, but that's not healthy. But being fit and kind of muscular at 75 is pretty healthy. I don't know that we know, but Mm -hmm. I'm saying I'm not the dismisser of you can't be on any of that stuff or you can't be on the – 
HDH or, or whatever, like, oh, maybe there's an argument for replacing some of the stuff that's going away. But what are your thoughts on Bacne? Because isn't that a steroid thing? Love like it. tiny scrotum and Bacne? I don't know. Like, I, do we like Bacne? Yeah, I, love I think it. that's yeah, it. Oh, well, then by all means, drink up. <laughs> yeah, that's. <laughs> That's I put that on my Tinder profile. Exactly. <laughs> you can't get to it. That's the problem yeah. with the back knee. Yeah. Is it? You Need can't get to it. It's you bad. Yeah. And good luck yeah. finding a partner. Right. And then when you have the partner, good luck having to bring it up because then yeah. you're just like, how do I bring it up? Have you ever lanced anything? It's <laughs> not great. Um, have you guys heard about cocaine bear? Yes. Okay. No. But oh, I'm yeah, very excited. You're this. about to. Okay. We've got to talk about this and I have part of the trailer because it's two and a half minutes so we, we whacked it up. Uh, <laughs> but it's, it's a true story. Yes. It's Elizabeth Banks. Thank Banks. you. Oh wait. Yes. Yes. Okay. Elizabeth Banks latest directorial effort. It's a thriller called Cocaine Bear. It's from Universal Pictures inspired by a true story. Did the bear Consume the cocaine, yes. Did it go on a killing spree? I think that's where the movie picks up. But the title suggests <laughs> the film follows this black bear that embarks on a murderous rampage following its unintentional unintentional consumption of cocaine. Carrie Russell's in it, O'Shea Jackson Jr., Ice Cube. Yeah. Yes, Ice Cube's you, know, you gotta wanna, have Ice Cube in I don't want to turn it political, Uh-oh. but the polar bears do the powdered cocaine. Yeah. That makes sense. The black sense. bears get the crack cocaine <laughs> and get four times the prison sentences. Okay? I hope the government. I know everyone's having a good time. What's that? The government's reduced it to the forest. That's right. Right. You're right. Mm -hmm. Uh, Jesse Tyler Ferguson and Ray Liotta. I forgot. I was like, what do you mean it's the last movie? Uh, Yeah, making his final acting role and the first to be released since his death. Um, So. The murderous rampage, again, that's that's part of the fiction. But in September 1985, this is when a, dr- a convicted drug smuggler named Andrew Thornton offloaded a duffel bag of cocaine over northern Georgia. A 175-pound black bear then ingested it, subsequently overdosed, was discovered three months later <laughs> laying next to 40 plastic containers of cocaine. Here is just a snippet of the trailer. It's about 40 seconds because, again, it's a long trailer. Um, you'll get an idea of the tone of the movie. <laughs> of dollars worth of cocaine fell from the sky this morning in Knoxville, Tennessee. There's more this out there. They dumped it somewhere. I'm looking for my daughter. Forest is a dangerous place. Hey, Henry, check it out. Something got into it. A deer, maybe. <laughs> a lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. Oh, yeah. Here comes the bear. No, 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 don't eat that, don't eat that. Eating a package Let's of Let's see what kind of effect that has on oh. The bear. It fucking did cocaine. A bear did cocaine. There was a bear. A bear? It was far. Hey, that's inappropriate. So a lot of people getting tossed around, thrown around. It seems very tongue in cheek. A little. What's I'm the, obsessed. What's the sh- Sharknado ish? Maybe right. this will be yeah. our kids' snakes on a plane. Exactly. Yes. Looks but like will a- it be snakes on a plane? Which was nothing. We just talked about it right. for four months, and then the movie came out. And like, man, we're done. I'll see it. Yeah, yeah. I'll be. I'm here. I'm there. Opening <laughs> night. <laughs> and that's the thing. I mean, Elizabeth Banks is known for sort of tongue-in-cheek humor. In fact, one of my plane movies, I always watch Tommy Boy or yes. Godfather for some reason when I'm flying. But the the other movie that I forgot that I always watch and I just did was Pitch Perfect. It's a great movie. Oh, great, and I forgot yeah. she uh, produced that. She's in that. It's a, it's a fucking great movie. 
Yeah, it was a great movie. She's yeah. a blonde, right? Yeah. Who's uh, like She's in uh, Forty Old Virgin. Too. Yep. Oh yeah, you you know her. She's yeah. gorgeous. She's in uh, Zach and Mary make a porno. Zach and yeah. Yes, Mira. Yeah, Mira. that which was she's great. In Thirty Rock. She's supposed yeah. to be like the Mel- Megan Kelly yeah, yeah. girl. Anyway, I'm, I we're thought all the Cocaine Bear that. was a great actor. I thought Thank yeah. you. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> award winning. All right, one more, Gina Grant. Okay, well, this is for you, men folk. Scientists at the University of Waterloo in Ontario, Canada, have gotten together to address a really big problem: urinal splash. The researchers believe they have determined the optimal great. design for a shell. <laughs> that will that will pr- give you a less splashy experience. It's tall in porcelain. It's curved like a nautilus shell, which is why they call it the naughty loo. Oh. Supposedly, according to advanced laws of physics, the optimal splash reducing angle for the average human penis is about 30 degrees. And this naughty loo minimizes the splatter, could improve lives of Countless stadiums, arenas, cleanup crews. Yeah, but there's an issue. There's what? a design issue. What? Drunk guys are going to shit in it. <laughs> <laughs> it looks perfect shit. Like a tilted toilet. Once you tilt yeah. too much toward the anus, drunk guys go, oh, yeah. I, never oh, I guess about this that. is where I'm shitting. You know, they're yeah. going to show up. There's two stalls. There's a couple guys camping in them. <laughs> drunk guys taking a job. I did right. not consider that, and obviously well, neither did they. Yes. How did they practice the would you say 30 degrees mm-hmm. how, do, how do you think they practice that do you think they, they hired had, the cocaine bear yeah yeah <laughs> oh, just plenty of it. trial and error yeah are they like sure. do they have people that are testing it out did they use like some sort of i would mechanics? argue i think what they probably do i'm no urine scientist but but i, but I used to be a carpenter the first thing they probably did was measure the volume and speed that urine comes out of mm-hmm. your average guy who's taken a squirt. Like, here's how many <laughs> liters per minute or whatever. Right. Here's the speed. Mm-hmm. Okay. Then they would have to simulate that with some sort of pump or something that they could adjust or whatever. Mm-hmm. Here's the average distance. Here's the average volume. Here's whatever. Now we have this PSI. thing. Yes. Put the blue liquid they use to do the tampon right. commercials in there. That's right. That always confused me when mm-hmm. I was 11. We leak blue. And then, <laughs> it would be confusing to a young Adam. I'm sure. And we leak blue. And oh, now we're going to figure out. Yeah, you're like a Dodgers fan. That's right. <laughs> hey, I leak blue. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a heavy flow bluer. And then they, then they take it from there. Yeah. Because waiting for guys who had to take a piss would just probably be too Time much. waster. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. look out for this uh, not shitter in your next arena experience. Can I say this? Uh, it's embarrassing, but I, I will admit it. And it, but it happened to me the other day. Let me guess. You're too big for the urinal. Yup. All right. Let's okay. just end there. Okay. You're right. <laughs> no. Um, sitting down, going number two, but relieving number one as well, to then get up and find the puddle outside of oh, the toilet because oh. it's a cold morning. <laughs> And you sit down, you sort of lean forward, and uh, the dick sort of pulls in a little yeah, bit. And it's uh, it's going out, it's going straight it's out. Normally it's normally dangling. It's right. not dangling. It's and it oh goes. Oh my God. This nor- Can't you push it down? Yeah, I thought it just can. is down already. You no. don't know it's happening oh when it's God. happening. It happens like every 17th wow. time I sit down, and then you, you get up and you see that there's a, a puddle in front. 
Shouldn't there be just a little flap that hangs off the front of the toilet seat or something? Like, like the tip of a baseball cap. Yeah, that just Steve goes down. Yeager's throat guard wow. from wow. back in the day. It would only, it'd be an inch and a half of plastic that just – it wouldn't interfere with anything else. It would just be in the front. Guard, it would just yeah. be a guard in the front. And the distance between the toilet seat and the top of the bowl – Three-eighths of an inch, mm-hmm. maybe half an inch. Like it would literally just be a piece a of plastic, just a lip that went past. You make it an yeah. inch. Yeah. Just goes past. Mm-hmm. Never have that problem again. I didn't know what it was. It feels like a fun I, game, I too, to play in the morning with your dick and yeah. aim. First it's time hearing yeah. of it. Yeah. But it's a secret shame. I'm, that's why no one talks about it. guys don't want to talk mm-hmm. about it. Wow. And all this is happening to men nationwide, Here's worldwide. Here's the truth, Sophie. The Not in many parts of Africa. Um, yeah, the penis doesn't because care of the about toilet the design, not to, yeah, because they're hung like rhinos. <laughs> no, it, it. I think it affects Cold colder, weather. colder weather. North American guys who like who ice fish, right? Guys Alaska. Who, so this is really happening in Alaska. It's leaking guys Alaska. with a little Yukon territory. A guy yeah. with a little extra panis, like an little extra <laughs> belly, a little panis. extra belly. Who's, uh, and the cold makes a factor, and you sit down, and you lean a little bit too far forward, and the penis sort of yep. pulls in a little bit. And I get it. I get mm-hmm. it. It's not happening in Hawaii. No, not it's, not, Hawaii. it's not, not, hot, not in, around the equator. No, this is not a, a non-issue. Not a non-issue. <laughs> <laughs> this is Siberia. This is yeah. Iceland. Yes, these okay. are Nordic countries. Very good. And All the right. Netherlands. Yes. Can we bring it home? We'll do that now. I'm Gina Grad, and that's the news. You don't belong in this game. <laughs> that was the news with Gina Grad. Well, Tucson. I'll be at the Rialto Theater December 15th doing stand-up there, and then we'll head off to Tempe, and we'll all show up there at the Tempe Improv doing live shows and stand-up, just go down curl.com and me and John Popper and the rest of the gang are going to show up in Dallas. Kind of a land cruise. Meet and greets and live shows and music and stand-up. So get your tickets to that at adamcurl.com. And of course, Hammered Heroes, wherever you find finer podcasts. Uh, check it out. Sophie, Brendan, uh, thanks so much for coming in. Yeah, thanks, thanks, for, that. Great. thanks for having us, guys. <laughs> so fun. It was fun. So, until next time, it's Adam for Sophie and Brennan and Bald and Gina say it. Mahalo. When I do my killing, I wear Crocs. Make sure you get your copy of Adam's new book, Everything Reminds Me of Something. It's available everywhere. Finer books are sold. Leave us a voicemail at 888-634-1744 and get your tickets to see the Ace Man at adamcarolla.com.